members, and welcome to episode 397 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for November 26, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Uh, it's been an alright week, man. Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, yep, so the holidays are here, man. Like, we went past one, now we got the big one, Christmas, and then the other sacrilegious ones, you know, like um hanukkah and boxing day <laughs> in canada um but yeah then but yeah but yeah it's the holiday season and so you know go out and spend your money and help the economy mm. it's the american way yep. uh <laughs> cyber monday coming and, up yeah <laughs> all right so um you got anything you want to say before i get right into it nah go for it all right so what we got here, um, let's get right into, let's get right into it. So we got sports, you know what happened. Uh, my Washington team has won again. They are now in the playoff race. Um, <laughs> a little shocked, a little shocked, but, uh, but the league is really bunched up. So, mm-hmm. and we're not as bad as we started out as, um, we actually come around to be as what I thought they would be at the beginning of the season, which is sort of mediocre. Um, and I guess that's good. So, <laughs> um, so we're doing with that. So, you know, some people are upset because they're like, "Hey, we want to get they want to get a draft pick," which I was. But I'm like, after you win about, after you win like three games, yeah. you might as well was like, "Hey, it's over." Unless it's like near the end of the season, you won three games. And then you'd be really mad because you're like, "Damn, <laughs> somebody probably won won two games, and yeah. then we can't get the first pick." But yeah, I was like, yeah, that's that that's over. So you you're just you're going to get a middle of the pack pick anyway. So you might as well just go for it all. There's even but there's been uh, a debate of whether we should keep Haneke as our quarterback. Some people think we should go out to Went put Wentz back in because they say, hey, our team is better, so he'll be better. But uh, some people believe that they they think it'll be worse if they put Wentz back there. They say they that's the one of the reasons why we didn't do so well. Yeah. It's because of him. It's because it's because our offensive line isn't that good and Wentz can't really get away from defenders like Heineke can with the bad offensive line. It's like people understand like they think like hey Wentz is better but only if he's not under pressure. But mm-hmm. since so since we have a bad offensive line, Heineke's the best person to be back there because he can get <laughs> away from pressure. So uh, I mean that's how I feel but I can see why people would think that but I'm like just for the morale of the team you go for the hot hand. You go with who people like because people gravitate to Heineke. The team gravitates to Heineke. You've been winning with Heineke. So if you just bench him and put Wentz in, I don't know how that's going to turn out because that means Wentz has to do – he has to be awesome mm-hmm. for them to win because you'll lose the locker room and then you'll just – most likely lose. And then this team don't need that. Like this team doesn't need no – nothing bad having the locker room. So far, the locker room has been fine. It's just been anything outside – of the locker room that's been bad for um, Washington. Right. So, uh, but the team, the players, they've been fine. So I, that's why I feel like, yeah, you can't. It's like you can't bench them. It's like, it's, it's just, I mean, maybe, maybe um, Wentz is better. I have no idea at this point, but I, I couldn't do, I wouldn't do it either. I'd be like, yo, if we're winning with this guy, I don't care how it looks. If we're winning until he start losing, man, you can't, I can't bench him. Especially the people like if the teammates and like them and the fans are like most of the fans like in the in the crowd or anything are rooting for them. Yeah, I, I can't bitch them. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, we had the Thanksgiving games happen. Cowboys won. All the favorites won. 
uh, basically. All the favorites won, but uh, the Cowboys game is probably the the biggest of the blowouts. But it wasn't really a blowout. It was actually close until the probably like the second half of the third quarter, maybe. And that's when the Cowboys just ran away with it And at the end. But the other games were close. It came down to the wire. Um, the Bills struggled with the Lions. The Lions, just, they're just that team that they will battle you. And the Bills, they have been struggling these last few games. So it was like, yeah, I kind of figured this game was going to be close. And the Lions had a chance, but they couldn't come through. And then the Vikings beat the Patriots. That was a close game, too. The Patriots played probably one of their best games ever. Um, it was Matt Jones' best game ever, really. But unfortunately, they couldn't come through against uh, the Vikings. So I was happy because I wanted the Vikings to win. Like um, the Cowboy game, I didn't really care because actually, if I'm rooting for the risk, the well, the commanders to get to the playoffs, I probably would want the Giants to lose because Cowboys, uh, I mean, because the Giants will help us move up because we got to play them twice anyway. Mm-hmm. So them losing to the Cowboys and if we, if we beat them twice, hey, we're moving up like that help us as far as the playoffs. So the Cowboys will help us by losing as much like I would have to keep hoping they lose some more games, too. But the Giants, I think they're somewhat pretenders. Um, like they're better, they're worse than what their record is. So I'm like, yeah, that's the team I probably root to lose. So it's not a big deal for me <laughs> that the Cowboys won. Uh, but yeah, it was some good games. There were good games on Christmas. Then you had some um, basketball games, some college games. I don't know, Merlin, Terps. I don't know if they lost a game yet. They haven't played anybody huge, but hey, I'll take it. <laughs> um, then you have. Uh, some basketball games happen. That's not really too much to talk about there. Wizards are mediocre, but the whole league is mediocre as of right now. I think the only top teams I really see is Boston and um, maybe Milwaukee. But the West, I know the West is a mess. Like, um, well, right now is like because every right now it's like a lot of people hurt or something wrong with. I don't know what's going on, but it seems like every time I see a look at a game or. It's, statistics always see like hey somebody's not playing here or there so it's like something like the players know like this shit is meaningless until like second half of the season because <laughs> and that's why i hate that it's like ah, 82 games yeah. <laughs> it's 82 games like this is too much but you don't go backwards it ain't gonna go backwards on games um, other than that i'm trying to think about what else happened in sports um i think that's Really, it college football is because this is like the last weekend, I believe, of a regular season, or okay. at least the last big games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they might maybe there's some regular season games next week. I think it's a mixture of regular season games and the championship week for the big conferences. So, like, yeah, the Ohio State versus Michigan game, which is huge because both teams are undefeated and they're battling for who can um take the regular season crown in that um, conference and also play in their conference championship because they're both in their same division in their conference and basically guarantee themselves a spot in the big um playoffs the playoff the um for the the bowl championship hmm. um and doesn't mean if they lose that they're out um it's just that all depends what other teams do uh if that person goes and how well they play because if it's a close game people are going to probably give the team that lost like hey they played a close game against that team so they probably should still be in that playoff. But yeah, we'll see. Um, there there's some other big games happening today, but that's the big one I really look at. I know and I just can't think of the other ones. But 
yeah, um, it's a um, big sports weekend. And, yep, going to be watching it. I'm um, going to be enjoying it. And, yeah, that's basically it. So, you got any wrestling news? Uh, yeah, just real quick. Uh, last week was the full year pay-per-view for AEW, one of their kind of big big four. Um, and it had some really good matches on it. Uh, AEW always kind of just delivers match-wise. Uh, some bigger surprise, uh, not really surprises, but some bigger events were the return of the elite, the young bucks and Kenny Omega, you know, following the suspension with the whole all out CM Punk, uh, fight backstage or whatever it was. Um, that was an incredible match with death triangle, which is pack and, and, uh, Phoenix and, and Penta, uh, for the trios title. That was a really good match. They also announced after that match, because there was some cheating involved that they were going to do a best of seven series. So they also had a match on dynamite that was quite entertaining. Um, they were in Chicago for dynamite. So Chicago being kind of CM Punk city, people were booing the hell out of the young bucks and Kenny Omega's and they were playing into that very, very hard Kenny Omega hitting the GTS, which is CM Punk's finisher and making a whole bunch of references to uh, the events that have happened, including Kenny Omega biting somebody because he allegedly got bit by CM Punk's dog during the whole kerfuffle backstage. Um, so that His was dog cool. was there. Uh, yes. CM Punk's dog was, was backstage during the, the whole all out event. Actually, I think before, before that pay-per-view started, he had actually ran from backstage out like towards the ring. Um, I think there's some footage of that, but yeah, uh, AWA dog friendly place until it's not, you know, Cody used to have his dog backstage until he brought him out with one with him one time and they set all fireworks and that traumatized that poor fucking dog. No God. <laughs> yeah. Like apparently they weren't supposed to set off the fireworks or they weren't supposed to set them off with the dog that near it. Like they didn't hit the dog with the fireworks or anything, but as you might, you know, understand a dog with higher awareness and hearing would be absolutely, you know, fucked by some fireworks. I get um, fucked by fireworks. I'll be scared all. I mean, go running all over the place. Like, exactly. Ah! <laughs> yeah. So uh, I get flashbacks, Daniel. <laughs> I get flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. So they had that. They had uh, Chris Jericho, who's currently the Ring of Honor champion. They're they're still kind of filling up their shows with some Ring of Honor content because they don't have a TV deal for that separate brand yet. Because uh, Tony Khan had bought that. Uh, either earlier this year or last year. I can't remember now. I think it was earlier this year. Um, and he was facing Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, who is Cesaro from WWE and Sammy Guevara, who is part of Chris Jericho's faction. That was a really fun match just uh, because Brian Danielson and Claudio are in the same faction as well. So there were moments of like, hey, you know, I'm about to win this thing. But like the guy in my own faction is not betraying me, but also trying to win. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Paige, now Soraya, previously Soraya, but Paige from WWE, who had been basically retired from the ring for, I think, five years now following a neck injury. Uh, she returned to face Britt Baker and she won that match. 
that it's cool seeing her back. It still feels a little sketchy, you know, in the same way that like Edge returning or Daniel Bryan returning following long stints of absence have been kind of like, should they be doing this? Um, but she seemed fine. So hopefully that, that works out for her. Um, Jamie Hayter beat Tony Storm for the women's world title. They were kind of doing, they've been doing this whole interim thing, kind of like UFC does. Like if the champion's not around to defend, they have an interim belt and uh, Thunder Rosa had, had needed to leave due to some back injuries before dropping the title. Uh, so Tony Storm had been holding the interim title. It sounds like based on an announcement on Dynamite that they're dropping the interim naming because it doesn't sound like Thunder Rose is going to be back anytime soon. So uh, Jamie Hayter is now your regular women's world champion and they've retroactively made Tony Storm's reign an actual reign instead of an interim reign as well, which was nice. Um, and then kind of the big main event thing was John Moxley, who was, was the champion going into it was defeated by MJF, who is kind of like the big name in AEW that was developed by AEW. He's, he's kind of the super heel there. Um, and William Regal, who had been the kind of leader of the faction that John Moxley and Brian Danielson and Claudio uh, have been in the uh, uh, BCC, the Blackpool Combat Club, he kind of betrayed John Moxley and gave MJF the brass knuckles to uh, defeat him. So that was that was fun. It was a good night. Um Tonight, as of recording, this is going to be WWE War Games, and that should be fun. It sounds like kind of the main focus of that that card is just going to be the men's and women's war game matches with like one or two other matches happening outside of that, which makes sense because the time it takes just for the war games matches to start, because I think it's six people per team. You start out with two people. It's a, it's a two rings mushed together with a cage around them. You start with two people in the ring and then every three minutes, another person from each opposing team, you know, comes in and then it's not until all of the people, all 12 people are in the ring that you actually begin the match. 12, it might be five, five and five for 10. Um, but either way, so that it takes a lot of time just for really the, the whole thing to kick off. But that should be a lot of fun. Becky Lynch actually came back last night and she is going to be on Bianca Belair's War Games team. So that should be cool. And last week it was Kevin Owens returning to uh, be on uh, Sheamus's team against the Bloodline, Roman Reigns and the Usos and everybody there. So that should be a lot of fun. Um I expect that to, that to be cool. So that's cool. That's what's going on with wrestling. Okay. So um, I guess we're getting to what we were watching. So I'll start off real quick. All right. Because uh, I've been watching um, quite a few things on the VR headset because oh, cool. I want to see in 3D. Mm-hmm. I just see these movies in 3D. Some of the movies I've seen before, but I had never seen them in 3D or whatever. And I was like, hey, let me check it out. So. I checked out the Green Lantern movie that came mm-hmm. out in what 2011. Um, 
with Ryan Reynolds. Um, I know it's known to not be that great. And when I first saw it, I, I didn't see it in theaters. So I saw it home and I was like, yeah, it's not, it's not all that, it wasn't all that good because it wasn't really like not much happening. Yeah. And it was, a, it wasn't a lot of, um, it wasn't a lot of stuff doing, going <laughs> like on Oa, the planet where the Green Lanterns are. It was a lot of, like the training was really quick. Um, and then, yeah, it, it really just dealt with him on earth and not much. Um, so yeah, um, it was like, it had a lot of potential, but the 3d was good. Um, actually, um, yeah. I think the movie made, was when it was made, I guess it had 3d in mind or, or they did a really good job with the effects of it the definitely 3D. feels uh, like one of those movies where they were like purposefully doing the, like reaching out of the screen type stuff too. I think that was like prime, prime 3d in theaters movie yeah and i was like yeah oh this is actually pretty good in 3d um yeah but watch it again because i've seen it so long Mm -hmm. i was like yeah it's just this movie it it could have been so much better like it is they could have done so much more with this it could have been a um a whole better story or uh, like i was like i really wish they would have focused more his time on oa at yeah. least, and had him come back to Earth. Uh, I don't. Him going right back to Earth really quickly was like that. Was like ah, it, it didn't. And then them not really developing Sinestro's story. Mm. Um, for you can just realize like it kind of just wraps it up to like oh he's going to be bad eventually. It doesn't really come off like if you don't know who Sinestro is. The only reason you kind of think he's bad is just because of the way he looks. Like other than that, <laughs> yeah. he really. He doesn't, he's not really a bad, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. No. And it really, he wasn't, I mean, technically, I guess he really wasn't. But no, he just, he was like a cop that went at the edge, you know? He was basically mm-hmm. almost like, um, I guess you say, uh, what's the shield? The shield. Oh, like Vic Mackey. Uh, yeah, he's like the Gacky of the um, Green Lantern Corps. And then you can, then you'll understand why he chose the Yellow Ring, because really, you don't he you don't know the reason why he went back to, to get the yellow ring, you know, in that scene. Uh because it's like, why he get the yellow ring? It's like what like they beat they beat um parallax without it. Right. Why do you go back get it? Like they didn't really give a good reason. Like you, you just know if you're a comic fan, you just know he gets it mm-hmm. and why. But if you're just a person who just watched the movie, but then guess it's never gonna be a continuation anyway of that. So I, I it really doesn't matter, but that was not their intention at the at the start. They did want to, so yeah. I, I thought that was pretty a bad setup. Other, I mean, other than that, I think like it was like a basic. Uh, it was a good good three D movie. Like the scene mm-hmm. of the effects and stuff it was really a good movie. And yeah, the suit being like it was not necessary for the suit to be CG. <laughs> like I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, the suit CG. And then it's like, okay, fine, the suit CG, fine. I'll deal with that, even though I don't really. It's not really necessary. It looks pretty good in three in three D though. Like this being weird. Like mm-hmm. it, it just looks like watching in three D is like you own like one of those Disney rides or something. <laughs> so it's like, hey, like seeing those kind of effects is all right, but for a movie, it's like us. Uh, you could have just had a regular suit. And then why do you have to have his eyes change? <laughs> like why do you have to have a three D? I mean, um, a special effects mask. Right. And then his eyes, like they're white now. Like not not white, like as in like. Spider-Man white or mm-hmm. even Deadpool white. I mean, it's like he still has pupils, and it's like they just changed like the the coloring of the eyes. It's like 
you might as well just have it just be all white then. Like at least <laughs> yeah. it'll be like 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 the comic book. Or like why even do that? Just have him wear a regular suit. I mean, that's all Green Lantern is. I mean, even though yes, the ring made a suit, but it it still looks like a regular suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like it still looks like it's a costume and not like some type of oh weird thing. It's like okay, whatever. Um, yeah, that that was pretty funny. Um, I also did watch. But I watched a couple of movies like um in 3D, like the Toy Story, because they did do it in 3D. Mm-hmm. We made it. I had watched that, and it was okay. I mean, it wasn't really a big deal, but it was it was all right. I mean, it works for that seems to work if they do it well with the computer animated movies. Yeah, um, redo it. Um, I also watched. I didn't watch Shrek though. I didn't know they did Shrek one again oh, in 3D because uh, I did watch Shrek again, oh, but okay. I didn't watch it in 3D, and then. I was looking at looking at 3D books and said, oh, man, I could have watched it again 3D, and I'm not going to go watch it right now. Yeah. I just watched it because I haven't watched it in years. And I was like, I want to see Shrek again. I was just thinking um, about watching that the other day with my daughter because I hadn't seen it in a long time. Uh, but they did do two in 3D. So I might, I'll, if I want to watch, uh, I'm not going to watch it again. I'll watch two mm-hmm. in 3D. Um, they, they also did Toy Story 2 in 3D. Uh, they did Finding Nemo 1 in 3D. They did Monsters Inc. in 3D. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't do Bugs Life because I guess they just said, "Hey, Bugs Life's not as big," and <laughs> yeah. so fuck it. Um, what else um, did I watch? I watched something else. Oh well, I'm because I was looking at some old Christmas movies. Like I never watched Polar Express. I never watched it originally. Mm-hmm. So Same. they do have it in 3D. I didn't even know it was. In 3D. I didn't know it did it came out originally in 3D because it came out in like 2004, <sighs> and I didn't know about 3D movies in 2004. I'm trying to think if. The whole thing was like the the digitalization of the actors, or if it was a big 3D thing, or if it wasn't until it came back. I think it wasn't until it came back because the um, the Christmas ta- Christmas Carol that the same guy did, I think, was like a huge thing during the 3D boom. And then they went back and they did Polar Express. I think, yeah, because I downloaded the Christmas Carol too, the Jim Curry one. I never mm-hmm. seen that one. Um, so I was like, I watch it in 3D, even though I heard it was bad, and just like the Full Express, <laughs> I didn't really. Actually, I don't know. Maybe that movie was good, but I didn't. I didn't really care. I didn't care about it. I didn't care yeah. about it. When it, came. it came out what 2004? Yeah, I was like what first year in college. I didn't care about shit like that. Um, and Christmas Carol, yeah, I didn't. But, but I was like, hey, I watch it in 3D, and then I watched a little bit of it, like just to see the start. It looked all right, and um, I watched a little bit of the Rise of the Guardians too. And like the first part, just to see what it looks like okay. in 3D. Is that the Owls and that looks of Galhoun or whatever? Is that Say the that Owl again? movie? No. 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 Now, Lots of the, the Guardians is the one with Santa Claus and uh, the Easter Bunny okay. and Jack That's Frost. That's what it is. Okay. Gotcha. No, I know, I know what you're talking about, the Owls thing. I I might watch that, but I, I really have no interest. I mean, you got to go owls, back to the Snyderverse. I, mean, I think that was a, a Zack Snyder movie. Snyderverse? I think that's a that, the what, owl one, one is a Zack Snyder. Movie. Oh, I oh I don't care about Zack Snyder, man. <laughs> I never cared about him. Uh, but anyway, um, the uh, yeah, but the Rise of Guardians because I was working in movie theaters when it happened, but I never had a 3D glass while I was looking at it mm-hmm. when I was in the theater. So, and I didn't really care about that movie much either. But I was like, hey, since it's in 3D, uh, I'll watch it and. I'll see how it is. And, but the 3D looked good at the beginning when I watched it. I was like, oh, yeah. So it looks really good. Like, really noticeable. Um, unlike, I think I watched Thor some 
weeks ago. Like through, and I was remember like, yeah, that was the first Marvel movie mm-hmm. that was in 3D. And I remember seeing that. I remember at the theater seeing it and like, I don't know if anything good 3D about this. Yeah. And I was like, ha. and then, but I was looking online at top 3D movies. Somebody had Thor up there. I was like, oh, maybe, hmm. maybe I was just at a bad theater and the 3D wasn't good. No, it's nothing freaking noticeable that much yeah, in Thor like in 3D. Great. Like, like it wasn't doing anything, man. I was like, man, this person was paid by Disney to put this up here. <laughs> and I was like, hey, no way fucking hell. This is like one of the top 3D movies. And that list was made like later. So you can't even say it was like the early 3D time when 3D was like, um, when they made this list. That list was like, I think I forgot when we were up there. I think the Rise of Guardians was up there. So I was like, no, I don't get, yeah, what the fuck did he put Thor up there? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a scene that, why would you even put it up there? I mean, it was an okay movie, but like the 3D wasn't. Yeah. Was it a big no, deal? The implementation <laughs> of the 3D was not impressive. And I don't even yeah. think it was like filmed for it necessarily. So No, no. Neither, I don't think neither of those movies were. Um, That and Captain America. I, think yeah. I, I saw Captain America in 3D too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, that's what I'm seeing all the movies in 3D because my friends would pay for it. Then eventually, I think, I forget what year I stopped. It was some, it was probably fairly more recent, but uh, mm-hmm. I just stopped seeing 3D movies. But then again, I start seeing how, I was looking at, I saw an article popped up, I was looking for these stuff, and, and it came up saying how people don't really care about 3D movies that much anymore yeah. because it's just ex- being expensive and is it worth it? And then they talk about how some movies were, Making it so that most of their theaters would have it 3D, so that people have to pay for it. Right. And I say that's kind of fucked up. That's, that's <laughs> kind of because it's like some people just can't deal with 3D. It's like you gotta mm-hmm. find. It's like darn, I only get watch the movie at this time because all the other times are 3D, and they try to charge you more for it. It's like it, it's not. It's like really, it's not even worth charging more. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> especially for y'all who put it in after. Like, y'all didn't even make the movie intended for 3D. Yeah. Y'all just implemented it in. So, I was like, nah, man. That work ain't worth me paying that extra money on that movie. Um, I guess we'll see what that Avatar movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, how James Cameron does with that. Um, I mean, I'll watch it um, through my VR headset. I don't. I doubt if I go to the theaters and see it. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, that's all I really watched. Um, I did watch a little bit of that um, the show you watched or whatever. What is it? The Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun, uh, you know, for a kind of one-off thing, just a silly holiday special thing. I, th- I thought it was cute. It's not, you know, blowing my mind or anything, but I would, I'd watch it again, you know, not like so soon, but like, Next year, holiday time, like, yeah, sure. It's cute. Yeah, I, I stopped watching it um, when the kid I captured Kevin Bacon. My sister had it on. That's the only reason I saw it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I didn't really like what I saw <laughs> so far. So that's, gotcha. that's where I stopped at. It was, it, I mean, it, it it's like, it's funny, but it's just, it was a little too much for me. I was like, ah, it's, it's whatever. I was like, yeah, I can see people liking it, but, yeah. Was was whatever. Um, what what's up with Groot? Like, uh, why is he like a big bulky man? Is that because somebody in a costume and that's only when he can have it? <laughs> um, I guess he's just going through his like awkward, uh, like post puberty 
but like he he's not his little skinny teen dweeb anymore. He's bulking up. I don't know. I guess he's like that weird in between phase, like before he becomes a full grown man and kind of fills out a little more. Cause like his body bulky wise looks bulky the way he is. Cause I think it's mostly because his head's still small, but if you make his limbs longer and his head taller, I think you kind of are where he was in that first movie. So I wonder if that's just it. I wonder, I wonder where he gets to in guardians of the galaxy three. Cause it sounds like that's kind of going to be the end for majority of these people. If not the series, especially with James Gunn now, you know, being in charge of the DC movies. Oh yeah. That's he's all about that. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious what that means. Hopefully it means good to better DC movies. I don't want to say good. Like there aren't any good DC movies, but yeah, better DC movies. Sounds like a black, uh, black Adam is out there on, uh, like rental and VOD stuff now. So hopefully that'll be up on Warner brothers, uh, HBO max relatively soon. See yeah. Well, I hear good things about it. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not really, but they it see like they well the rock is pushing it. I don't know what the yes, hell he WB's is doing. Like I I don't I don't even get it. Did you um, see there was some like really. interaction between him and IGN. Like IGN was talking about how Black Panther had like absolutely destroyed them in the box office or something like that, and the Rock actually responded saying like, "Oh no, we're just we're babies. We're growing. We're we're trying to we're trying to do big things here." Like Rocky, oh, got, I got better things to do than respond to IGN. I was about to say, who cares? Like <laughs> IGN, I mean, it's already dumb. It's like it destroyed Black Adam. Like no shit. Like yeah. I don't know. I'll be I'll been shocked if it was the other way around. Mm. Honestly, that yeah, means absolutely. that means Black Panther did horrible. Like are <laughs> if it was worse than the Black Adam. Um. So what else you watch? All right, so I finished up the first season of White Lotus. I began the first episode of the second season, but I kind of was having it on then in the background, and there's like a lot of Italian with subtitles in that first episode, so I turned it off and figured I'd it's come back Italian. to It's a lot Italian. Why? Yeah, they're, it's set in Italy. Or it's oh, Spain. This, so it's... So it's a oh, it's a different location. Yeah, yeah, it's a completely different hotel. It's it's still under the White Lotus family, but it's it's a different location entirely. Which oh. I guess makes sense following the end of that first season. Uh, although I would kind of like to see the ramifications of that, but like spoilers that the fucking uh, like manager just getting stabbed and dying, like. Holy shit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's messed up. I, I'm more upset about the black woman not getting at her own um parlor now because that lady was like she's not gonna give her money because she's trying to change and I she didn't, says I, I I never believed she was gonna get she always seemed just so flaky. Oh no, I, I, I didn't believe it either, but I was I was still upset. Yeah, you're really <laughs> was, yeah. Absolutely. She's like the one good character that in there that you can actually root for, <laughs> like everybody else is kind of a piece of shit in some way, yeah. shape or form. Like even that poor woman who just got married, like she seemed like she was going to separate from that douchebag. And then by the end of it, she was like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm happy. 
And that's yeah, just she so was sad. like, yeah, exactly. I was like, dude, it's like just because of the traumatic moment, you could be like, you could hug him and be like, oh, I'm glad you're okay, but we gotta yeah. get divorced. I'm glad you're okay. That that serial uh, shitter is gonna like, get you. You know, he's not gonna he's not gonna change. No, and come on, man, the man brought his. I think he brought. I mean, he let his mother come. Yes, to uh, the goddamn uh, honeymoon. <laughs> I mean, who does that? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But I, it was funny because, like, I was getting down to the end of it, and you had told me like where that show goes as far as like over the topness and like seeing a man shitting in a thing, and I was like, I must have heard him wrong or something because like I haven't seen any of that yet, thankfully. And then when I saw him like just walking off so giddy, like I was like. That man's gonna go shit someplace, isn't he? <laughs> sure enough. I mean, that show would like when I see that man eating that other dude's ass. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, that's like goodness gracious. Yeah, that, that show definitely went some places, but I, I, I very much enjoyed that first season. It was, it was good. Um, and I mean, despite the fact that all the characters kind of like have their own issues, they're all compelling characters. Although the the dude. The, the newlywed guy is just kind of like so much of an yeah. asshole that it's hard well, to well, like. I know the worst thing, no, it wasn't the lady not getting her um her own um place, like her own job, um, mm. massage parlor, but it's the um the guy, the dude, the boy getting arrested um uh, for stealing. Oh yeah. Yeah, that 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 really sucked. I wish it, I would have seen it though. Like then you don't see it, but I mean I guess he just Hey, that I mean, was that's enough, the worst like... part of it is like <laughs> they they bring him in like for that one episode. I mean, he, he's kind of been, I, I guess, teased, but like he's been yeah, in yeah, little he's, parts he's developing te- yeah. this relationship with the one woman. But then they actually bring him in to be a part of it. And then immediately in that episode, he gets busted. And then just like is a, a write off. They just go, oh, yeah, it was that employee. They got him like that kind of sucked. <laughs> Oh, but I mean, she is no, it's, it's just an irony because like she was doing something that I wouldn't say good, but it was like an act of like, Hey, this is a, this family's horrible and everything. Yeah. And then like, yeah, you can steal from them. Who cares? But he gets, he gets arrested. He gets this guy, a, a, like he destroyed this guy's life. Mm-hmm. He ends up destroying his life more than anything. And then like the family, yeah. Like the family, I mean, I wouldn't even say the family's really horrible anyway. I mean, I can't go by for what I've seen. Less, I can just tell, like, yeah, they're rich white people. <laughs> white people. But they're, that's all I can really say. It's yeah. like, really, because, and plus, like, the brother, I mean, the brother, or, yeah, it's like, he he's just a weirdo. There's nothing yeah. wrong with him. He just. <laughs> And I mean, I mean, he's a weirdo that, that seemingly by the end of it, like finds his place. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I think that's now I think that's fucking weird. Like they just accepted him. <laughs> They're just trying to fill in the spot for that fucking guy who's a drunk or whatever and doesn't show up. To yeah. Practice. But I want to be like, I want to be a point where it's like, why are you still here? And like, <laughs> where are you going to live at? Where are you going to get your food from? Because we ain't paying shit for you. Yeah. We ain't got money. I want to see. That's what I want to know. I want like, 
Where's he gonna get money and food and stuff at? Yeah, like especially if his parents were opposed to him staying. They're not 16. just gonna, like he's sixteen. At the same time, I feel like they would just be like, "Oh, my baby, like uh, we gotta we gotta make sure he doesn't die." Well, they have to find him. Like he he don't have a phone or nothing. He would have to. Call oh yeah, them. that's true. He doesn't have a phone. Yeah. Goodness. Like he would have to contact them. Right. Basically, so it's, it's an just island. Like, they can they can go hunt him down. They've got the money for that. We get a private yeah. investigator. His <laughs> mom so knows weird. people. That's so weird. Like, I'm just going to live here. And I'm like, dude, you're six. That- <laughs> yeah, he's not even 18 yet. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? That's what happens uh, when but- you socialize these incels, Dominic. <laughs> I do like how he was just taking his game his switch and and phone and tablet everywhere like mm. how he was walking in the water holding it up yeah. one time he was in the pool and then i'm just mad though it's like why are you wearing a shirt man it's like <laughs> like just like i mean i get it not everybody wants to take their shirt off i mean i get that but i'm just saying like why even go through that then why just yeah. not stay on dry land right. and then if you're gonna go through all that especially if like, i carry all my electronic stuff like that like why would i even risk it Definitely needed a fan yeah. pack or something. But I mean, I get like him. I'm not even mad at him, like not realizing about the Todd's. No, because I would think like a kid like him, he probably ain't even thinking about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're not even thinking like that. Uh, and then you just wake like, oh shit, mom, electronics got wet. And like, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'm not even mad at that shit. Um, yeah. He, he, no, I'm just mad that he, I'm mad he's the type of dude who listens to his sister. <laughs> I don't know anybody who does. Like, my sister told me to get, like, especially my mom told me I can stay here. Yeah. And my sister tell me, no, I need you to get out. I would never listen to my sister. That's why I found it weird. I was like, oh, he's going to listen to us. Damn. Say, oh, he that he that kind of guy. I said, I see. I don't, I don't know anybody like that. Anybody I know is like, like, fuck you. I said, I don't give a shit. What you say? He said, yes. Yeah. And so if I want to jerk off in front of y'all, go jerk off in front of you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Mom said it was okay. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. You see, there's things no. Hey, it's normal for a teenage boy to do this. Deal with it. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is this? The Bear. So this is a show that was on FX. Uh, I signed up for Hulu because it's currently or was for Black Friday two dollars a month. Um, and I heard about some couple of series and like the Prey movie that you saw in there. I thought for $2 a month, I'll check out what else Hulu has. I also thought they had the Weird Al thing that uh, Harry Potter is in, but that's actually Roku. Um, so that is yeah, not Yeah, that's Roku. There. Yeah. But, but don't you got your sorry. TV? Is What's your new TV you got? It, no, is it's going to be a Roku? Google TV thing. Oh. Yeah. So we'll see how that turns out. It was supposed to be delivered today, but then they canceled on me yesterday, allegedly. Um, they canceled it at some point and I saw it today anyway. Um, yeah. So the bear is an FX, uh, not sitcom kind of dramedy, I guess, uh, much in the same way that kind of everything is nowadays it's got a little bit of lightheartedness, but for the most part, it's, you know, kind of about the drama, um, about a, a chef who is returning from kind of the most prestigious of New York culinary schools and, and establishments. 
and finding himself running a basically a sub shop in Chicago uh, where, uh, cause his brother passed away and passed it down to him basically. So he's trying to find his way in kind of this life. And alongside that, he brings in this young woman who is also kind of more of an advanced chef and they are trying to, uh, kind of make the, the establishment more reputable and more organized because it's kind of being run now as like a family thing. His cousin was there working alongside his brother, just kind of kind of being a guy from a white dude from Chicago, uh, kind of a Italian family, kind of that kind of business. You know what I mean? You see the same thing kind of like in Boston movies and that kind of thing, you know, lower class. Oh, I, remember, I remember the previews for this. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I watched the entire season. I think it's eight episodes. Um, just kind of binge watched it. Cause it was really compelling. All the characters are very interesting in it. The writing seems, seems very good. Um, so yeah, I recommend it. I think it's very good. Um, it goes kind of through some ups and downs. The interesting thing I find is that like, while the one dude is kind of the main character, um, it doesn't necessarily focus on him the entire time. The young woman, Sydney that comes in as she kind of ends up being the lead there because he's off doing kind of his own stuff, trying to resolve his issues and you see a lot of what she's doing to improve the restaurant and whatnot. And I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, I just, overall, I think it's a very good show. FX seemingly has a, a pretty good track record of making, you know, very good dramas, dramedy kind of things. And, uh, this one can kind of be added to that list. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So I guess, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, I guess we get into what we've been, what, mm, not watching, but what we've been playing. Yeah. So, um, I'll go through mine real quick. Um, okay. I played some more Persona 5 Royale. I've been mm-hmm. playing that. Uh, um, so it's not really much new to tell, um, on it. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, I, there are, there's a lot of extra stuff in this game, man, um, that I just don't remember from the first one. So I'm like, they really did. This is really it's not like a director's I wouldn't call it a director's cut. Um it's they really it is I wouldn't call it a new game either, but it is a it's a lot. It is a lot to add. Um mean that I now I get why people were saying well looking at this as like, man, it's almost like a new experience. Mm. Um mm. I get it, but still I didn't want to pay sixty dollars more. Right. I didn't play yeah. well, I didn't pay for it. You bought it. But but uh but I I I wasn't gonna pay sixty dollars again. <laughs> yeah they don't need 60 more dollars period for this yeah so and what else we have they, it could have been like you know i don't know they they could at least gave you like a discount if you had the game or something. yeah because they didn't even do an upgrade option type thing i think that was the most egregious thing about it was that they didn't have that option to just let you upgrade um I did um, pick up the new game, um, Evil West. Oh, cool. Uh, and that game, it really harkens back to the days of just action, third-person action games, uh, like the late days of the PlayStation 2 to the early days. I mean, to the to the late days of PlayStation 2 and the Xbox 360 
PS3 days nice. of games. You know, it's just um, like more linear, less open world stuff. Just yeah, yeah, going def- level definitely to just level a, a linear action. Shit. Yeah, and you know, unlocking special abilities and like beat up monsters and getting kind of gory. Not gory to the sense of like ah oh, nasty. You know, just simple. <laughs> video game violence yeah um story's okay. not complicated or anything but it, <laughs> it's good enough um it yeah it's, it's it's a fine game like it's a game that it would have been really great yesteryear like it now it's like yeah there's a lot it's quite a few single player games uh better than this but mm-hmm. if you don't want to take it it don't take itself so too seriously it's like it's not on the level of like those single player games on ps uh the playstation does um, where it's like, oh man, this is like um, the Schindler's List of video games and stuff like that. <laughs> so, as some people will say, but no, but it's it's like, hey, I can just sit down, play it, and just have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a whole lot of strategy, you know, to it. Um, I like God, like God of War. I mean, it, it's a little more to you, like having a block and stuff, you know. And this, I mean, you dodge and everything. It's not that complicated. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. It's really it feels good to go play a game like this, especially at the God of War, where I'm constantly just trying to figure out what's the best way to fight an enemy. Mm-hmm. Or it feel like in God of War mostly, I feel like darn, I feel like I should do something um, else. Like I <laughs> maybe I, it's, I should just do a different move, not just block counter and just hit attack. I feel I was trying to like okay, what other move can I do? And then I do like it though. I like I I but it's um. But God was not just about the the combat; it's about the puzzles and everything. While okay. this, I haven't seen any puzzles yet, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's why it's like it's probably simple. I think is, yeah, I don't think I've really done any really puzzles. Like the only thing is, is like going to another area you ain't supposed to. No, not I want to say supposed to, but like a somewhere off the map. It's like oh, I found I found this treasure over here or something like that. That's mm-hmm. as much as you do. I well, at least I did so far. But yeah, it's it's all right, game. It, it's it's I, I played on PC. Seems cool. All right, so I guess you get into what you've been playing. I mean, I also played God of War, but you played it too. So, but okay. yeah. So, what you been playing? All right, so I played some more Somerville. I haven't beaten that yet because I got distracted by some other stuff. I'm I'm feeling kind of iffy about it. Honestly, it doesn't feel like it has the same kind of cleverness that Inside did. I mean, Inside we. We talked extensively about that game when it came out, but basically that had so many different mechanics throughout that entire experience that it felt like you could build completely different games off of each area where this feels very much like it's just doing this one thing with your kind of powered up wristband and it's trying to to make that interesting with different puzzles, but it's really not hitting it. And the, like the puzzles aren't necessarily intuitive either. Um, There's one that's pretty, pretty early in the game. I mean, it's a short game anyway, but pretty, pretty early after you get that wristband, there's kind of this water bucket puzzle that you have to solve. And I spent a good 10 minutes trying to figure out like the different ways I could use it and what I, what I feel like I should have been doing with it. And 
I don't know if it's just me not being smart or clever enough to figure it out, but I eventually just looked it up because I was like, I'm going to be stuck here forever if if I don't do that or I'm just going to turn it off and never come back to it. And, you know, once I once I saw what the solution was, I was like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. But none of what I had played up to that point really led me to thinking that would be the way I would have solved it. Um, and that that's what makes a compelling puzzle game compelling. You know, it gives you the kind of different elements leading up to the puzzle and then you basically put them all together and then that's how you solve the puzzle. And I don't feel like that's, that was necessarily the case with that. Um, and I feel like a lot of it isn't really, a lot of puzzling. There's, there's not really much to that. It's, it's about experiencing the world and, and, and seeing what that is. And while the world is somewhat interesting with the whole sci-fi narrative, it's not really enough to like make me feel like this is one of those top tier games like limbo or inside. Um, yeah, it just, it feels, it feels a little sterile and, it it also doesn't feel nearly as tight as one of those games as far as like the way you move around and interact with the environments um with that said like i said it's a short game allegedly so i i still plan on beating it at some point i just i got distracted um uh yeah so yeah, that distraction being that I ended up picking up a PS5 um, over this like holiday, Black Friday sales season, they have become increasingly easier to find. And as you mentioned earlier, I ended up picking up a new TV from Best Buy because they had what felt like an incredible sale. Um, so along with that, I I felt kind of the the stronger itch to pick up a PS five to see what a game like God of war, um, would look like on that. Um, so I haven't gotten the TV yet. I do currently have it hooked up to my 1440 P monitor, which it looks good. I definitely feel like God of war, not to talk about that too much before we actually get into that, but I do feel it running a little more fluidly, you know, a higher frame rate. Um, my only problem with my monitor is I couldn't adjust the brightness and I felt like it was getting washed out a bit. So I wasn't necessarily impressed visually with it, but apparently it's some settings that I have to turn off so I can then like customize brightness and, and stuff like that. Um, so with that Astro's playroom comes with the PS five. I played a little bit of that. Um, before my daughter interjected herself and uh, I stopped playing it. Uh, That seems like a kind of cool tech demo slash love letter to the PlayStation. Um, You get collectibles like early PlayStations and you see characters in the world playing with Vitas and stuff. Um, It it seems like a really cool concept. It's just showing off kind of the uses of the controller with the new uh, rumble or haptics or what have you. That stuff definitely feels very good. I haven't gotten to the point in that demo where they do the more uh, shoulder button stuff where that makes it harder or easier to press yet. Um, I, I would be interested to see how that stuff starts to feel. I've heard 
kind of mixed feelings on that stuff, you know, like in Call of Duty where it may be harder to press the trigger and and that actually just like tiring people's hands out. Um, I will say in the other two games that I've played, I haven't really felt that they've been doing much with that. I wonder if that's going to be one of those things where it's like first parties are going to definitely use this, but you're not going to see many companies outside of, especially now that we're outside of the launch window, utilizing that stuff in any interesting ways. Um, I also played Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time because that was a free PlayStation Plus game at some point. Um, And I just wanted to try that game out. Nothing to do with it being a PlayStation 5 thing or anything. Um, I played about four levels of that, and I really enjoy that game. It looks nice. It plays well. I will say that the, the camera being like in front of you or behind you and not being able to move it in 3d space does still give me some trouble if I'm like trying to jump off to a platform to my left or right, but like can't account for the depth. They do a a smart thing of putting like a little yellow ring below you. Once you've jumped into the air, instead of just relying on like you to be able to see a shadow or anything like that. Um, but it's still because the movement is so quick, it doesn't, feel like you necessarily have a lot of time to uh, account for where that is. Um, you do have a double jump, but you know, in, in some faster pace scenarios, it becomes difficult. There is, um, in this one, you have like different masks and different powers and stuff. And I've only gotten so far to the first, first mask, which allows you to like turn on and off objects. It's one of those like dimension shifting things like they've done in like a guacamelee or countless other games, but I can't, nothing comes to mind instantly. Um, and when you get that stuff involved with your jumping, it becomes a lot more difficult. I think they do a really good job with each level of giving you like certain goals and whatnot to unlock additional, um, additional like costumes and stuff. It's always something like break all the boxes in a level or beat the level without dying more than three times. And for me that uh, usually ends up being at least two playthroughs because uh, the first one I'll go through and try and get all the boxes. And, um, and that usually results me in dying far more than three times. Uh, the most recent level I played, I I went through, I kept killing myself because there's like this rail section that's like an auto scroll thing where I'm trying to hit all the boxes and I just kept missing like one here, one there. So I'd die and then do it over again. And then I finally got to the end of the level and it told me that I didn't get all the boxes and I'm like, Oh fuck. <laughs> um, but I think that stuff is really well done. I think those goals are cool and giving you the ability to unlock costumes is always fun. Um, instead of just having to pay for that kind of shit. So costumes. Game, oh, they got costumes. On yeah. That? Yeah. They got different skins and stuff in there. So that seems cool. Um, I'm into it. And then, yeah, he wears I, a shirt. He, make you wear a shirt. he can wear a shirt sometimes. Yeah. Put a nice Hawaiian shirt on him or a unicorn costume. Um, yeah, so, uh, that, that's what I've been playing as far as those two. And I played some more God of War. I haven't really gotten too far because I was trying out those other things. 
Um, I'm currently still in the dwarf town, need of a Lear or something like that. Yeah, that's um, where I'm at. Okay. And then going through and, and solving those kind of water wheel puzzles, dealing with that stuff right now. So, yeah, that's, that's, yep. That's where I'm at. Okay. Um, currently. So yeah, I didn't go too far, but how, how is it playing on the PS5? Um, like, like does, does it go instantly into the game or something like that? I, you know, it's one of those things. And I, I think the same with crash. That's, that's one of the things I didn't mention was like the loading times, but like God of war, if I die, it does the thing where it wants you to press the button to reload. So like, I don't, if I'm not paying attention and don't hit it right away, I don't get that same kind of instantaneous back into it kind of thing. And the same with crash where it's like, I restarted a checkpoint. So if I'm not right at the checkpoint, because I'm loading and then I have to press a button, I'm not feeling like that instantaneous thing. And with God of War, I'm not noticing anything like trigger wise if they're doing anything special there. The the um the the haptic feedback rumble replacement feels nice, but it's it feels like it does in some of the better switch implementations. Um so it's nothing that's like necessarily mind blowing in that game, at least again, like I haven't gotten super deep into Astro's playroom where I think that stuff probably gets showcased the most. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that, you know, just mentioned that I wonder if it's going to be a thing that first parties use mostly as far as the shoulder buttons, but then to play God of war and not really notice any, any real use of it. Maybe as I get like a different weapon or, I mean, I guess, really the two weapons I would have are the two weapons I already have, yeah. which are the, the axe and the blades. Unless, of chaos. Unless, yeah. Unless there's something new in this game that I just don't mean based on the last game. Yeah. There were the two. Yeah. I, I still find myself stupidly trying to press like the X button to attack in God of war. I do. I do. Too. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I'm not, not the only one. I'm always like, why isn't he doing anything? Oh, Oh yeah. This is, this is one of those games. Cause God, I'm still of the generation where the face buttons are your. Well, I don't press the X. I think I press the square. Oh, okay. Yes, because that's I'm, where I'm pressing square too. Yeah, I. Yeah. I'm thinking Xbox controls. Oh well, yeah, Xbox. Yes, the Xbox <laughs> is X. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it runs smoother. Definitely, it looks a little cleaner. Um, but nothing that's like blowing my mind about the difference yet. But I think part of that is my monitor just not being dialed in to look as good as it could. And I'm hoping this new TV, especially, I don't know that it's, it's like the highest level of HDR. I'm, you know, I'm talking about a $200 TV here, but I, it, I'm hoping that the HDR does add some level of like, Oh, that looks really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I, well, I, well, what I play for my friend on 2k, at well, like on the Xbox Series X, mm. um, I I didn't notice. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah, the thing is, I wasn't okay. looking for it. I, right. I I just remember when after we talked about playing, I was like, "Oh shit, we were playing 2K on the Series X," <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, that that wasn't." I didn't notice anything. I was like, yeah. "Like I don't notice." I didn't notice anything. Um, 
the load times and stuff, yeah, were fast. And then, like, I played, like, uh, I was playing on, what, I, the Sleeping Dogs. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. let me just see how it goes. And, yeah, it's faster than what it is on the Xbox One, but it wasn't, like, what I thought. Mm. It, like, the way they, they said, I guess, I don't know, maybe it depends on the game. I was like, the way they were, they were talking about it was, like, oh, games just go, like, you start right up real fast. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it's faster, but it's not. And it feel like um like, oh man, I'm just bam right there playing. Mm. By the way, it's like like I'm playing a cartridge cartridge again, using cartridges <laughs> for like a Sega Genesis or something. Yeah. I mean, but it's faster. Uh but I mean I, I mean I'm just fine. I'm fine with that. But I was like, don't you you made it sound like something different. It's like you made it sound <laughs> like something totally different, like, hey, you you pick the game, man, bam. You hit play and bam, you in there. You ain't seeing nothing. Yeah. Um, this definitely I mean, seems like a generation that's going to be a lot more subtle about the differences between last generation. Because, I mean, we've talked about it at length, but like the graphics, yes, they look better. But at the same time, you have to question whether these games couldn't have just been made on an Xbox One or a PS4. Oh, yeah. And I question that for every game that has come out because I haven't seen anything to stir my mind. Only thing is, is with the um Ratchet Clank is about them, oh, you jumping through worlds. Right. Could they do that on the last generation? And I still question that. Yeah. I, I mean, still question if you that design still. it well enough, then you probably yeah. could pull off a similar thing in a completely different method, but yeah, you still pull that off. Yeah, so I'm like, that's why I say like, yeah, it's it's a wait and see with yeah. that stuff. Um, like to see the the later stuff and thing is i don't know how people like they always compare like you know laser generation you start seeing things look a whole lot better and that's true but i remember the days of going from nintendo to super nintendo and games looking so much better yeah. and then going from super nintendo to n64 or to a playstation or something and things look so much better and a playstation going to PlayStation, playstation and playstation 2 games look so much better mm-hmm. like it was and then like from that to xbox um 360 um certain games i mean it was only a few games that were looking like oh they look somewhat better but not that much better but yeah. you saw a difference Once like you, you saw got the, like years of war and uncharted on the playstation and stuff like that yeah you would see yeah like drastic leaps yeah um on, yeah on the three yeah and that I mean that was i'm talking about for like from the first i'm talking about like the first oh, games okay. yeah, yeah that's absolutely. what i mean not just waiting for like the second year that was like gotcha. gears of war was the second year i mean that was still soon but the first year, I saw a difference with um like, like you saw how King Kong was just totally different mm-hmm. from everything else, and it looked so much better. And even the game Gun, which <laughs> yeah. was the same game, it still looked better. You can see how it looked better than the other ones. Like, cause I played I played PlayStation Two, and I saw what it looked like on three sixty, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, man, this, thing, this game definitely looks a whole lot better on three sixty, and. Then like fight night and things like that. I was like, yo, these it looks better. Like this stuff looks a whole lot better. Then when it got to the Xbox One and the uh PS4, it, that's when it starts seeing like it is better, but it doesn't look that much better. Like Absolutely, I'm not saying yeah. like like it's not really that big a change. And like with this, it's even more so. Like this was like, okay, I guess the next generation is that hey, it loads faster. Mm. Um, and I mean it looks yeah, it looks somewhat better with the a nicer TV, but 
it's not blowing my mind. Like if I had a if I had a nicer t- if I already had that nicer TV already using my uh, PS4 Pro or something, it I probably want to see that bigger difference. Like I'm going like I would be like me <laughs> using my current TV. Well, not my current one now because this is 4K. But but yeah, getting a new system. Me mm-hmm. like getting like going for Xbox One to uh, Xbox Series X. It's like yeah, I'll see a difference more so than a person from a Xbox. One X, God damn, I gotta remember the names. One <laughs> X, then, yeah. but it's like, yo, it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not the big leap, and I, I understand why. I mean, I get it. it I mean, that's, it's just not gonna be there yet, um, for that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, it's all. I mean, the tech, I mean, the technology is there. It's just that money. It's really mm-hmm. just money, really. Um, that's that's really the, the issue. And yeah, so I'm like, yeah, it's not gonna be that. And but. I'm okay with that too. At the same time, I'm okay with that. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I I am paying more money. Make me pay more money. So you gotta give me give me something here. <laughs> like you, you want to charge seventy dollars for a fucking game that I'm yeah. like, yo, what? Why am I getting charged ten dollars more for this? Like it's just, like you're you're not. It's not really a big incentive for you to be charging more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's. This is yeah. This generation is, is a little different. It's I mean it's I mean it's different. It is different. It's it's, it's like because the times are just so different now that we I don't yeah I don't know what this is going to look like like after this generation or even this even continuing this generation like what is it going to look like? Because I'm like people are playing games like Fortnite where you don't need that graphical powers you know right. you don't need it high graphics and they are spending tons of money on that mm-hmm. and yeah playstation i just want to know with playstation because they were doing this all generation with their single their first party games were single player and they're they're making yeah they sell they're selling and they're making money um even though i, I always wonder about the profit margin it's like is it a good profit mar- margin for them for what right. they make for mm-hmm. how much they spend on it because as good as those games look, I'm like, why other games ain't doing that? People say, oh, because they ain't putting money into it. It's like, oh, is the money not worth it then? Because I feel like EA could put more money into some games or right. Activision at the time could have done that, but they chose not to. So what So what is it? Is it... Um, and now I'm saying PlayStation just redoing games <laughs> that they already did. I'm like, what's going on? It's like, like first of all, yeah, I'm happy that you did a lot of first party first party games. Like, I mean, that's great. But compared to the last generation, generation before last, y'all had as much as people talk about PlayStation. Like, oh, they like look at all these first parties they have. They had more. That's the thing. It was more. It was so much more um, that they had, and that all these companies, well, even Xbox even had, or uh, um, at the time. They all got smaller. PlayStation still has, uh, well, I don't know since Microsoft bought so many, but <laughs> PlayStation still technically probably has more, but they don't put out as many as it did back in PlayStation two days. It's yeah. it's still less, and it's like, and those are the games that really you really see the graphics in of those type of games because now we're seeing more games more than ever, but a lot of them are indies and they're not using like the power they're using just creativity right um so it's like man I, that's what i'm wondering like what's the future for this what is the future for 
these games of like graphics wise like i want to know what um like playstation is doing i mean for the, for the games we see now like that are coming out graphically i'm not super impressed i'm still want them though like but i'm <laughs> not like oh i want this because it looks so damn good i just yeah. want it because like oh I, it's a game that seemed like i would like to play or something like that it it's so weird like that that's that's where we're at now and I, which is fine. Like creativity, I I want that probably more than graphics. But it's just that, <laughs> what what, are you, what am I what am I paying for then? Right. Like at that point, which is why it's <laughs> if, nice if not, that at least Microsoft yeah. is like giving the option to play through streaming or you know the, even yes. the Xbox Series S. You know, give you the a lower cost option to entry, basically. Yeah, I know people would say, oh, they're holding us back. And I was like, are they really? Because I really know if the Xbox Series S is really holding you back. Because <laughs> you're, I'm not seeing it. Like, I'm not seeing these graphics go up. And like, I was seeing it before. Yeah. So I don't know if I believe you now. Like, why would I believe you now that, like, th- is that just an excuse? And it's, it's just an excuse. Like, especially with the Gotham Knight thing. Like, fine. <laughs> yeah. Graphically, like, they'll say, like, you can argue, like, oh, you could have looked better. But you could have run better. You can still run good. You can I mean, still that's run great. The interesting great. thing oh. is, like, even their official response was like, "Oh, it looks like this and can only run at thirty because of our open world and our, you know, the expansive multiplayer technology and stuff like that." And it's like, yeah, okay, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. I think that speaks to like your return on investment, though. Like, yeah, they. They could have absolutely paid programmers and artists more to make that game look better and run better, but would they have made more money off of it? Because we have a prime example of that right now, and I had this as part of the news, but it fits into this discussion perfectly. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet seemingly run like, I don't want to say absolute trash, but borderline trash. Um, they look for, that, for a company that has made as much money as Pokemon. It has been out since 1998 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. for um, yeah. And, and it made that much money from 1998 till now for all, all it's like the products, just the games, products and everything as popular as that is for the game to look like that in this day and age to run like to, to run, to run like, like that, yeah. I just look at just to run like that is horrible. But like, like, go ahead, because I know what you're going with it. But does it matter? Because they sold 10 million copies of that game in the first three days. Meanwhile, God of War Ragnarok, which is the fastest selling game for Sony ever, has sold 5.1 in its first week. Pokemon sold twice that in three days. Meanwhile, people are actually, I mean, like much respect to, to IGN. I I say much respect, but like they gave it a six, which in like actual judging games is probably like a two or a three. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, at least there's somebody out there that's not willing to give this game a nine. Like seven is almost like a five. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> so like 
uh, people are actually finally speaking out about this a little more. And, and the absurd thing is like you look at Arceus from just this year and like Digital Foundry has a video out there comparing the two and, and kind of talking about the the technical limitations of Scarlet and Violet. And just seeing that game run next to these games that just released is it's absurd. Not only artistically does it look better, but it runs and it performs better because you have things like in this new game in Violet, you have uh, the example they have in their video is this windmill. Like the further you get away from it, the lower the frame rate goes. And it makes sense if you're trying to basically get as much visually out of a console that is as underpowered at this point as the Nintendo switch is. But then you have an example in Arceus where there's something else like a water wheel or something that's spinning and off at the distance, it maintains the same frame rate as it did when you were close to it and that game is running just fine. So like what limitations did you run into in making these new games? Cause it's not artistically that is, is keeping you from letting it run at a, a relatively consistent frame rate. You know, it's just mind blowing. Yeah. It don't make any sense. And now that it sold 10.1 million, is how much like do they really care? No, what, what, there's they no care? incentive they whatsoever for them to make any sort of like drastic change. I mean, you can come out with the next game and say, "Oh yeah, well, it's not as buggy as that last one. We're sorry about that," and then it'll sell twelve million. It's like somebody is talking about like, "Man, look at Cyberpunk," and it's like, "Look what they went through because of their bugginess," and it's like, "Dar date." It's like, man, you just gotta be, you gotta have that name, yeah. Because they, they just still, they still sold while yours, you know what? that game still sold too. Cyber still sold too, but um, it's just like, oh, the shit they had to go through. Not the to, way that it could have, though. I mean, think about yeah. how much time it spent not on the PlayStation Store. They, they could have oh, made yeah, a lot exactly. more sales. Oh, yeah, that's there. true. Yeah, yeah. See, they like they took the <laughs> they took the game off. Yeah. And so yeah, it's like we got to go through all this shit, but this game and you like people all bought the shit out of this game and yeah so of course some people are they're killing it but it's not gonna be you're not killing as much as cyberpunk and like yeah. it's, it's gonna be and it's like your your scrutiny is just gonna be basically white noise because it's like dude <laughs> 10 million dollars you made, made 10, yep. 10 million sales i mean 10, 10 million, million sales. copies yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just wild. And five million is damn good for Ragnarok. Five million I mean, is for, damn good for, for, for any game. Week. For any game that you can sell five million a week is great. It, it, it's just crazy how much that game. That game is so like I, I don't get it. Cause I'm like, damn, it's been three Pokemon games within a year span. <laughs> Why did this months, one? Yeah. What was this one? What was about this one that was like? I I I, I, I get it. Like the last one was just just a um a remake. Of a yeah. game you people had already had, and but Arky it seemed like it was something different. But I guess, but I think it's really them. I think it's Pokemon because they promoted it the way yeah. they promote because they talked about this game at the same time as those games. So that the anticipation for this game was still more because it's like, oh, this is the new new one. This is the sequel, true sequel. They made Arceus like it's a. Uh, 
a side thing. Like it's a side a side game, even though it's it's still a really a full like a, it's still a full on Pokemon game, but it's the way they promoted it. Because like man, I was I'm talking to my friends like because they talk about all these games at the same time. That yeah, if I'm a Pokemon like I'm a, like a Pokemon um guy or like I'm not a true fan, but just like I like Pokemon. I'm thinking like man, yeah, this is just a remake. I like what only I only need one of these games to hold me over. Either this remake or Arceus and. Then I still got that one. Or do I want to just wait for the better one? Because like mm-hmm. that's going to be the better one. Because that's going to be the whole new one. And it's going to be... Everything is going to be new. Um, the mechanics. It's a true sequel. So, I mean, I can see why, yeah, that one's still so because of that. Um, but just to be... Still, that, I mean, that's still crazy that it's sold that much. And then to be that bad. And that that's the thing. <laughs> like, to, to at least look that bad anyway. Um, I still saw people defending it though, and though I call them sheep, the sheep. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy that man they actually put a bad product, even though it's not people like say, like Nintendo. It's under the Nintendo umbrella, but they're not Nintendo. But I still I don't care. You're not an umbrella. You're Nintendo. Yeah. To me, you represent them. So. Which it, it makes you wonder, like, at what point does Nintendo or what power does Nintendo have to step in? Because I guess at the end of the day, it's the Pokemon company that actually, like, provides the money to a company like Game Freaks. So I don't I don't know. It's, 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 yeah, it's a, it's a weird setup. Um, I mean, that's why you definitely know it's Japanese because in America, they will not that would let that fly. They they they're controlling. It's like you you on us. We're going to have some type of say in yeah. how things done. And like even I just hope that even though it's sold more, it's like you know what? But we want to still uh, have a good reputation. So we want to we want this that this is this. We either going to fix this or we going the next game cannot be like this. Yeah. Or they say you know what? we're going to go lower graphics. I mean, that's the thing is like looking at the clips from like, (laughs) let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. Sure. It's not full 3d. It still retains that like isometric look, but I think that game looks cleanly the best out of all the ones on the switch right now. Yeah. 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 That's funny. (laughs) That's funny. It does. Dang. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Stan set. Yep. Thank God for um, emulators. <laughs> I thought you were going to say thank God for uh, Pal World. Oh, well, that too, whenever that comes <laughs> out. Oh, man. I, yeah, I really want Pal World now. I wanted to say, like, look at this. It runs good, and I can shoot them yep. with guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really want some Pal World now. Sometime in 2023. All right. So I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And they were flashbacking to 2012, 10 years ago. This is going to be the last days of November that I'm discussing because by the time um, we come back, it'll be December, last month of the year. Oh, my goodness. So... Yep, we're almost there. We're almost there. To, it's gonna be twenty twenty three. Good God, it's gonna be. Oh my God, it's just gonna be the twentieth reunion for me, for high school. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> all right, 
So what we got here? We got Crash Mode on the 3DS. So tell me about this game, Daniel. Yeah. So Crash Mode was the sequel to Push Mode, which was a 3DS kind of digital only title. Uh, basically where you use the depth of the system to push and pull things into the foreground and background to solve puzzles and kind of climb to the top. Crash mode was kind of more of the same, uh, added, I think like a destruction element to it, which was the crash crash aspect, but those games always seemed cool. I never ended up playing them though. I would really like to see them. Well, I would, I say I want to see them on something else, but I don't know how well they would work on a non 3d situation. Like that would be cool in VR and you could make it so you can just turn the camera, but a lot of the kind of, uh, you know, novelty of it was really just the seeing the depth there. So it does seem like uh, according to wiki here from crash Mo, you also got push Mo world, which came out on the Wii U and stretch Mo for the 3ds. But it seems like if they had it on the Wii U, then they, they worked out whatever, you know, problem I would say you would have with it. So yeah, bring that shit to the switch. All right. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, so what else we got here? We got Ratchet and Clank Full Frontal Assault for the um, Vita, and did it didn't it come on the PlayStation Two? I mean PlayStation yeah, Three. Yeah, I think also? it came yeah. PlayStation Three, but it was like PlayStation Network only download thing, kind of like Quest for Booty was. Okay, it, I think it eventually came um, as a disc too. Eventually, oh, okay. to PS Three. Um, yeah, it came eventually. I think it's. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like I might have gotten that from like that PlayStation loyalty site or something. Because I don't think I ever played it on the Vita, which is surprising because that would have definitely. Did you play it in 3D? Because it has 3D. I, you know, I saw that on the cover and I was trying to think. I don't remember playing a lot of Full Frontal Assault, to be honest with you. And that was when I was like in my prime playing Crash Band uh, Crash Bandicoot Ratchet and Clank games during the PS3. Are you sure you didn't era. pick up the PAL version, which is called Ratchet and Clank Q Force? <laughs> maybe maybe and it, has that the, one. it has the hamsters with them on the oh, front. Okay. Sorry, okay. So, um what was that hamster movie called? G Force? G Force. I think it's G Force, yes. Uh, yeah. Gerbil um, Force. But full frontal assault, that's like a, like a HR violation or something. I like mean, I that's what, the what they were doing, <laughs> Dominic. That's that's what Ratchet and Clank was doing. It. I didn't realize up your arsenal was a thing until somebody pointed out that it's like up your ass. Oh, oh you didn't realize yeah. Well, I Arse. didn't realize it until uh yeah. Well, up your arsenal, that's when I realized they were doing something because I didn't I didn't even think about going commando. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it could because I never that wasn't a thing I really said or really yeah. heard much um, a lot. So I, I was, was just really living that about life. It. I'd never talked about <laughs> it. It's like, oh, I never understood why that was going commando. Why, why, why did that even come about? Like, why is going commando? Because when you're in the force, the Dominic, world. you don't have time to wash your underwear. So you just take them off. <laughs> All right. So what else we have here? We got Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. So yes, it has a bigger penis um, yep. in this one. So there they you took go. Their blue shoes. <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> so no, but this is supposed to be Baldur's Gate um, with. Um, let me see. I see some extra shit here. That's with all the expansions, and it has new rules from the Dungeons and Dragons and something like that. Second edition, advanced. 
second edition advanced Dungeons and Dragons. So you nerds know what that means. So yeah, <laughs> so so out there, I have no idea what that stuff is. But there you go. Um, and what else we got here? God damn, I think that's it for 2012. That's worth talking about. Uh, so yeah, because basically, I think we're basically near the. I mean, maybe there's some stuff in December, but yeah. you know, all the heavy hitters have already came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, um, so now we're going back to 20 years, 2002, and we got a big one that came out in Japan. Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire came out. Yeah. So we wouldn't get this gem until maybe what March or something. Yep, March till I'm next year. Sounds right. So we'll probably be talking about that again. I played Emerald. Right? Wasn't that the? Wasn't that the third one for this? Emerald was the third one for this. Yeah. Yeah, because you had that one, and I think I took yep. yours. I might still have yours. I don't know if I gave it back no, to you. Maybe I, think I did. You do. I think I got it back. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I played. That's yeah. I played that. Um, I beat that one. Yeah. Cause I cheated and I got there <laughs> and I got leveled up Pokemon and got to the end. But yeah, I mean, I think I mean I liked it. I just don't remember. I can tell you nothing about that game though. I remember Same. shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we have here? We got oh yes, this um Goliath Steel mm-hmm. Battalion, which came which was exclusive to Xbox and claimed with like a exclusive. Um, well you, I think yeah, you had to get it with the um. I don't know if you get this separately. I think you had to get it with the controller, right? Yeah, I think you uh, did. Yeah, because I don't know if you can play it without it. I think the second one you can, though, that came out. I think that's um, what it was, but, yeah. But yeah, you got this giant controller that it, it's, it will just fill up your desk. It, yeah. It's supposed to it's like, like, be like wide. if you were actually controlling like a robot or something like that. Like maybe like a Gundam or something. Even though when I look at Gundams, I don't see a whole bunch. I see a whole bunch of buttons, but all I see them is really just hold just the joysticks on the side and they <laughs> yeah. move. I never see them hit anything else, really. Uh, but yeah, it um, it think it costs. I forgot how much it costs. I don't know. It was like two hundred or a hundred something. I think it was something. I want to say two hundred. I want to say it almost cost just as much as the Xbox mm-hmm. itself. Um, but yeah, it was very expensive. And I mean, it got. Um, I, the the high score I remember seeing was Game Informer score. I think they gave it like a seven or something. No, no, they can Wait a minute. Okay, they must have been looking at a different magazine. They get a nine point five. I could have oh, swore wow. I looked somewhere else. A magazine that gave it a seven, and that's why I was thinking, like, man, this is it really worth it? Uh, you can buy it on eBay for two hundred and seventy five dollars, Dominic. I can't believe Game Informer came at 9.5. I just don't remember seeing it being that high on Game Informer for some reason. They were impressed by that controller. Yeah. Darn. You said I can get it. You can get it from eBay for how much? Uh, $275 or best offer seems like the lowest one I'm seeing here. There's a 360. Oh. There's a 410. Yeah. <laughs> seems like it's say, still expensive, like, wow, it's almost. It's almost. That's probably a little bit probably more than the price it was, but <laughs> it it's close. Been, yeah. That's the closest. <laughs> God, yeah, that's just for nostalgia, like just because it's a classic and not being yeah. made anymore. Yeah, it was two hundred dollars. No, okay. wait a minute. It says Steel Battalion won't. It says our uh, reviewer IGN wrote where a mech assault and Robotech wouldn't let us use let um, wouldn't let us into the p- cockpit. Steel Battalion won't let us out and joked that the two hundred dollar cost was for the controller while the game disc was free. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty All right, much. so it turns out together, yeah. So you can just say, yeah, it was probably the game is probably maybe what sixty. Well, not six. 
fifty back then. So one hundred fifty dollar controller, maybe you want to say, but you know it could have been two hundred dollars for the controller in a game free. Who knows? I mean, just they just probably just packed it in and say two hundred dollars probably. Yeah. Say it's two hundred dollars. I wonder did it, it did it make its money? It said, uh, well, it, it said it was the fifth best fifth best selling game during its week of release in Japan. At fifteen thousand nine hundred two copies. Damn, there was that many Xboxes in Japan, <laughs> right? Just, maybe that's what the only thing it was the Xbox sold was supposed because of that. Maybe, maybe they need to put out another Mecha uh, not Mecha Salt. Well, they could do a Mecha Salt, but it was still Battalion style controls. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was GameSpot's best graphics. It went for best graphics, artistic. And best game no one played. <laughs> award best game no one could afford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the I did see your score from your game, and they gave it a six out of ten. Edge gave it a six out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't give it eight point three. Official Xbox Magazine gave it eight point nine. Of course, um, like I said, I didn't get nine point five. Famitsu gave it a thirty five out of forty. Yeah, Microsoft was spending some money over there. It's like you gotta give us the score. <laughs> We gotta sell these. We gotta sell our Xboxes. Yeah, but they got eighty three automatic credit. All right. So what else we got here? We got Rygar, the legendary adventure, which is I basically based off an old character, right? From mm-hmm. uh, was he on a Nintendo NES game? I think. Yeah. So he has this shield, um, that he throws, but it's he has a like a like a chain or rope. Behind it, right? It's not yeah. like Captain it's America. Like so a yeah, he sucks. Hook type thing. Yeah, he sucks because Captain America can just throw it and <laughs> without it, and it comes back to him. He has to have like a ch- uh, chain to come back to it. So yeah, he's not as good. Yeah. But yeah, this is like basically like um, it's releasing a- again, like because this was at the time of like we saw Shinobi coming back, mm. Rygar exactly. came back. It was it was another character that came back too. It was like hey, the old. Characters from the Nintendo days are coming back um, with a vengeance. And yeah. this game got rated okay. I mean, it got rated at 83 on PS2. Yeah, I remember it being kind of highly praised, also kind of riding the coattails of God of War. I remember playing this game for some reason. I just don't know. I know I didn't buy it. Did I let you borrow it? Because I think I bought it when I got a PlayStation. Oh, maybe that's what it is then. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Cause yeah, cause I do remember playing this. All right. So what else we have here? Last game I'm gonna mention that only reason it's worth mentioning is because <laughs> it has our home team here, well, our home college. Um, NCAA Final Four 2003, which is the college basketball game by 99 Sports, which is um, produced by it's under Sony's umbrella of sports games, and Juan Dixon was on the front. He was drafted to the Wizards, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and they had won the championship um, that year. So that's the only reason. Yeah. Uh, but still didn't get it because this was the worst of the uh, <laughs> one of the I want to say it was the worst of the final four. Well, I said NCAA basketball games because yeah. you had 2K and you had live, well, not live, but what was this called? Watch Madness. Um, was the EA's version. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's great that he was up there. I wish he would have got chosen for the other ones. 
but he got chosen up there. But hey, there you go. There I got, we did have Juan Dixon, and I think that's the only Merlin guy to ever be in the front of a cover <laughs> of any show. You know, he's the coach at Coppin State. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I thought I I might have mentioned it on a podcast some time have. ago. Um, but yeah, he's yeah he's still there. Um, I mean, they did go to no, they didn't. They lost in the championship last year mm. in the MEAC, so they couldn't go to the big tournament. Even though they didn't deserve to, they had a losing record. <laughs> so it's it been really bad. They, well, Coppin State has done that before. That's before he was coaching, though. Mm-hmm. They have gone to the tournament with a losing record. I think they only won like 10. They were not like 10 or 11 something games that year, I think. And they, they won the tournament. And this year, they had only won nine games. They, they had a chance to go to the tor- big tournament again. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to go with this fucking record. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but they didn't. And that's why they didn't, they didn't change some type of rule or something. So, like, yo, just because you win your tournament, your league tournament, you can't just go. Because it's like, <laughs> dude, yeah, you got lucky at the end. But, damn, through the whole season, you suck. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, you, it's like, it makes the season almost like, you make the season almost worthless for teams. Because it's like, Darren, you went all through, the, all through this. And just because you lost in your tournament, you can't go, even though you won the regular season. And it's like, uh, the tournament is, is, is literally a tournament. It's like, anything can happen sometimes. Yeah. All right. So that's it for the flashback segment. So we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. So let's get to the gaming news. So what we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. So we got some bad news uh, following the purchase of the Western Square Enix Studios by Embracer. Uh, Square Enix Montreal, the studio behind the Tomb Raider Go and Hitman Go and Deus Ex Go phone games, uh, they had changed their name to Onama. I guess it makes sense. You're not part of Square Enix anymore. You're not That's the bad name? Enix. That's the bad news because they changed the name? That's not the <laughs> bad news, unfortunately. The bad news is that like following uh, two weeks following that, which this past week or so, uh, they actually announced, Embracer announced that they're actually closing down that studio. Um, Dang. Which is unfortunate because those games, the especially the early ones, Hitman Go was the first one, and then the Tomb Raider Go followed with that i played those two games and they were really clever hitman go i think was really neat because it almost played like a well they both played similarly but visually it looked almost like this very clean board game yeah and then tomb raider go kind of went in like a cell shaded direction but they were both really clever novel ideas and those i mean that was a time when i was still kind of into playing or at least giving a chance to games that were on my phone but I, th- I thought they were really neat. And, you know, it's it's always sad to see. A I mean, how long? it's been years. So what they've been doing? Um, they had also more recently done like the Hitman Sniper game. that came out alongside the more recent Sni- uh, Hitman games. Okay. So they've been doing stuff like that. I think some support work as well. But yeah, it, it, it's unfortunate. That's kind of the way it seems like things go with the gaming businesses a lot of especially a lot of time with this consolidation stuff um 
some other news, Ubisoft games have returned to sale on Steam. You know, for a while there, they had made them exclusive to their own client, the Ubisoft Holy shit, Uplay. I didn't even know that, Daniel. <laughs> I mean, I totally forgot. We probably mentioned it, but I totally forgot. Yeah, Damn. they were on Uplay for a while, which then became Ubisoft Connect. And then even after they kind of branched out from there, they were making them exclusive on Epic Store like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and stuff. That was Epic Store exclusive. Uh, but that has stopped now because they have come to Steam. Valhalla is now available to purchase through Steam. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if any of it has to do with like making it easier to play these games like on a Steam Deck or something like that because those are very much missed sales, I feel like, even if you're locking your stuff to the Epic Store. So. Now, okay, question on Steam Deck. So, sure. there's no. I don't. It has an OS, right? So I still can't get Epic on you there. Can through workarounds. You can also just install Windows on there and then launch it through there. But it seems like that takes a performance. How much space hit. does Windows take up on that thing? Um, I think Windows is close to. I don't want to say hundred gigs, like thirty or forty gigs. So, depending on which size you get, could be a a pretty big chunk. I'd have to let me look that up because I want to know how big Windows is. Windows and then, like install. Yeah, and did the games still run pretty well with the Windows up there too. It sounds like they they do run, but you definitely take a performance hit and in running it through Windows. It looks like Windows 10 is 15 gigs uh, to install, and then another like gig that for apps and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of videos on YouTube. I think there are also workarounds to get like Epic Store Launcher to launch through. Um, through the the Steam OS interface, um, there's a lot of stuff out there because uh, some other stuff that wouldn't let you do that was like Destiny Two. You weren't able to play on there due to like cheating and stuff. Like their their um anti cheat stuff didn't work on Steam Deck, so people were installing Windows to play play Destiny uh, Two. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like that stuff's possible. It's just not nearly as convenient as uh, as anything just running through the Steam OS. All right, and some other news, Dominic. If EA is kind of officially stated in an interview that they were doing with ESPN that they are aiming for summer 2024 for their new NCAA or I guess, yes, I don't know if it's going to be NCAA, but college football game. Maybe it's a 24 shit. That's still 24, another, yeah. <laughs> still Damn another it. year. I got, I just want to go to hyper sleep and mean hibernate <laughs> and, and then wake up when it comes out. Yeah. I'm tired of waiting, Daniel. I understand. I was wondering, cause I think, 2003 was the last one. So I was wondering if they were like trying to hit the anniversary or something like that. But it sounds like no. <laughs> it sounds like they got more work to be done. I wonder how much of that is just like getting deals in place with with big names or something like that. Now that you can 
do that stuff, right? Like you can make deals with actual players to get their license likenesses and whatnot. Cause they can take money. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that I know I, I just, yeah. I wonder what that means or they just, you know, just put like random faces like they yeah. sh- should have been doing, which I thought they were doing. Honestly, yeah. I did not know. Cause I, n- I never, I never played with, um, the teams, I never looked at their faces, so I didn't know like their likeness. I still don't understand the likeness thing. I don't just know that they ever were really like. I mean, obviously, if it's like a black dude or a white dude, they'll they'll go that direction. But I think the like main argument of all of it was like these are my stats, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and I always found that weird. And I, I'm so weird that that actually got to court. I'm just <laughs> yeah. because I'm like the stats I saw. It wasn't like. Oh, this is what they got last year. Right. The stats I saw was like, this is what they hey, they're this good at throwing. Yeah. So they're like an 85. <laughs> and I'm like, that's all subjective. Right. I mean, dudes are constantly complaining about that a lot of times. Exactly. So I dude, I honestly to this day, I still do not understand how they even got that shit to be in the like to even win anything from it. Yeah, to a point, but hey, I mean, good on them, but I still don't know how. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? Ah, yeah, whatever. But and we <laughs> finally got it, even though I'm pissed off we missed out all these <laughs> fucking years because that was my favorite sports game. Yeah, that was my favorite sports game. Yeah. Soon enough, they ruined Madden. I mean, they're gonna probably ruin <laughs> this. Probably is done too, but we'll, I'll wait till it happened. But. That was like, oh my god! I used to love NCAA. Yeah. I miss. I wish it was just a way I can play the last one without puckling on my 360 again. Damn, do I man still have that? Oh yeah, there it is. I see it there. Oh shit! That damn 360, man. Dusty <laughs> as hell. <laughs> All right. And since Dominic. it's black, and since it's black, I really can see it. Uh-huh. It's slim. Oh, and it's freaking glossy too, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it's. It definitely shows the fingerprints and the the dust. No, ain't no fingerprints. <laughs> I haven't touched that thing in years. <laughs> yeah, I haven't touched that thing. I don't know how long. <laughs> All right, Dominic. Last one I got here. Uh, I I had uh, sent you this tweet the other morning because I saw it and I was like, oh man, I didn't realize shit was getting this real. Politico is reporting that the. FTC, the U.S. Federal Trade Commission, is likely, quote-unquote, to try and block the acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft with an antitrust lawsuit. It sounded, it felt like up until this point, outside of like some talk in Europe, that this was kind of a done deal and we weren't going to be too concerned about it going through, but... Now it sounds like there's a chance that this might actually not happen. And I think we've talked pretty extensively about how, how we think this is kind of a positive thing. I mean, obviously the consolidation of these tech companies, especially larger ones like an Activision Blizzard and Microsoft aren't necessarily the best thing in the world, but at the same time, Activision Blizzard was in such a, a poor state Exactly. The, the idea that Microsoft coming in and picking them up would actually be an improvement there. So, uh, what do you. And I wanted to play those games for free. Free-ish. <laughs> I mean, there's there's free-ish. obviously that. I mean, you know. 
Yeah. That, that's really what it was for me, yeah. Daniel. <laughs> I, just I to- mean, for me, it was that, but also just the idea that a lot of these franchises that have disappeared under the Activision Blizzard management because they've, you know, dropped support for everything else except like yeah. Call of Duty could actually make a return and a revival. Things like Tony Hawk or even Crash Bandicoot, you know? I mean, I hope that it, it, yeah, I hope this still goes through just, just because of that. It's not about like, oh, I'm rooting for Microsoft. It's because, no. they, like the things you said, because of what Microsoft, the benefits of Game Pass, and, well, the humanitarian stuff, which, I mean, I'm going to admit that that's, that's pretty much the back end, but, but the, uh, like, because of all the, the sexual harassment and all this stuff yeah. and um, Basically harassment. Basically getting Bobby Kotick out of there. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. It was looking, it was sounding really bad. It was like, you know what? Yeah, maybe Microsoft can get there and help, like, clean it up. I mean, mean, it's getting cleaned up as right now, too. But, like, to get it back in track and then maybe, like you said, bring other franchises up. So get maybe more people involved doing some work, um, bringing some franchises back. um, Also, maybe... um, fixing some problems like what the overwatch is happening now i don't know um hey maybe <laughs> something can come good of that and me be able to play those games free-ish on the game pass that, that's 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 the number one thing uh <laughs> that's just with my selfish needs yeah um, but at the same time like it that is consumer friendly in a lot of ways i mean obviously and, and that's the thing i mean i now listen i'm not listening to the, the fanboys who wouldn't just argue because oh no stuff not coming to playstation possibly not coming to PlayStation, which I doubt. By the time I think Call of Duty, if it even does become like, oh, exclusive just to the Xbox brand, I just have a feeling like the game and the game is basically gonna look so different that I don't know how much you would care about it or nah. will it how would it much will affect the people that act like they care now. You know, I I don't know what the gaming space will look like by time that would happen so that's why i'm not really mad about it um or like upset about it because i mean i wouldn't want to be exclusive to xbox either honestly um because i would want more people at least to play it like at in in the state now Mm -hmm. i have no idea within the next like 10 years what what the game environment is going to look like honestly Mm -hmm. so i i right now i say it's not a big deal like it's still coming there everybody can still play overwatch they're not gonna like um, Warcraft. It's always just on PC anyway, so that's not, <laughs> that's, that's not a fucking big deal. Like a lot of those games are PC only anyway. Diablo, I think, yeah, that's gonna come on everything. Um, you know, so it, it's like, yeah, I'm not worried about that. And anything new that was gonna come out of Activision that would be exclusive to Xbox, I'm like, it wasn't gonna probably come out if Xbox didn't blow. <laughs> so, so I'm right. like. Everybody was never going to come out anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I it, it's going to suck if this doesn't go through. It's going and to I suck. still firmly believe that if given the opportunity to put something like Game Pass on a PlayStation or a Nintendo Switch, Microsoft would be more than willing to make that deal and let you have those games on your system still. Oh, yeah. They definitely would. I, oh, yeah. I, I, oh, hell yeah. It's just that Sony doesn't want to let that happen. I mean, same with Nintendo. You know, they don't seemingly want to make that deal happen, even though there were those rumors 
that, you know, it could have been happening with Nintendo. And I, I wonder how real those were. I know those rumors you made up in your head, Daniel, when you start, you start <laughs> spreading them, spread them on the internet. It was all you. I've always <laughs> wanted to know if I just start saying things like how, how much, how much legs they could have, how far they could go. Got onto the cover of Game Informer, darling. Yeah, but it's really I just want to know the reason, like for yeah. them, like if it just gets blocked. I'm like, really? It's like is. And I wonder if, like, if we're talking about like breaking up these companies, because I actually saw now it was Polygon that I was looking at the comments on, but there were a lot of people saying like, "Oh yeah, they need to be broken up. They don't need to get this, and they need to be broken up too." And I'm, I'm just wondering what that looks like. Does that mean spinning the Xbox division out of Microsoft entirely and having it become its own thing? Because the reality of that, and I, I wonder if you would say the same thing about you know, Sony with the the PlayStation. I don't know how long the Xbox division could survive without the support of a Microsoft behind it. And the same with Sony, I think, although I will say, I think Sony's like biggest profit division is their PlayStation division at this point. So that could potentially, you know, be fine, but <laughs> makes me wonder what would happen to the rest of Sony. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know, I don't know. And I, I know, I don't know myself, but I don't know that the people talking about that kind of thing are actually thinking about the implications there, because the reality is if you were to split out, let's say the Xbox division from Microsoft and then the Xbox division goes under, is that the competition you were looking for in that space? Because now there is no competition. They honestly, I don't think they care about competition. It's about who they rooting for and they want them to win. I guess. Yeah. That's as all it is. They, they lying about competition. They, because I don't know if these people, I always assume these people are kids, Daniel. If they're grown ass people, they're, uh, they're some fucking weirdos. Well, I mean, not- well, like, to, further to that, like, if we're talking about the FTC, like, what does the FTC gain by trying to stop this? I guess. I, I don't know. This, I don't know. I, honestly I mean, don't outside know. of like maybe Jim Ryan's trying to line someone's pockets, but I, I don't want to. But just that, that's, that's the only thing I was rumor. thinking of, Daniel. I mean, honestly, <laughs> okay. I was just thinking of just that. Yeah, somebody's line. Yeah, just somebody lying in somebody's pocket. That's it. There's nothing else they're getting out of this. No. I don't see nothing like what is like in a like how economically is this really hurting us if this happens? Like what? Mm. What are the implications? Like what's going to happen? Like if this happens, what's the potential of something happening? Because I definitely don't see it. Like oh, Microsoft is going to take. Like this, the gaming space is just gonna be all them now. Right, like it's, it's gonna over. be dominated by them. Then they're gonna raise prices. I mean, the reality is they are gonna raise prices for Game Pass eventually, and and part of that is factored in by getting this deal, right? Because yeah. if they get this deal, the amount of content they're gonna have on Game Pass goes up, and therefore the price of Game Pass will likely go up. Um, but part of me thinks that's like. Yeah, they're getting this to justify the fact that the Game Pass price is going to go up. Like, it's going to go up regardless, but they would also like to be able to make the argument that the reason it's going up is because they're providing more content for their service. 
So I, I wish know. the FTC would go say like you got to put Spider Man on everything too. <laughs> and exactly. Give the, and give you everybody Spider Man for Avengers. Deal, don't deal, but it. you also have to put Spider Man on everything. <laughs> Insomniac's got to be its own studio again. Yeah. I don't know, Dominic, but this is, uh, I don't want to say concerning. Cause again, it's not like I'm, I'm rooting for Microsoft here, but it, I, I am rooting for what feels like in this very specific case to be a more consumer friendly decision in a lot I of ways. Sony had a game pass, not the shit they got now, <laughs> not this three chair bullshit they got now. Yeah. I, I, although they have a black, I don't know if it's past black Friday now, so I don't know if they're still doing it, but they did have a discount on there. Like, uh, the middle level one, which I considered maybe going for, I think that's the extra one. Cause it's essential extra and then extravagant or expialidocious or something, which is the top one. And that includes like the game pass esque features, but it doesn't include the streaming things though. So I'm not sure. I, I didn't commit to it but i think oh, so it's, 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 it's just the highest there. tier is the streaming yeah the highest tier i think is the one that includes the streaming only uh, and that also maybe includes the older games see i don't know it's complicated right and that's exactly why i am still i didn't just bite on it because it's like oh i gotta see what i actually get out of this do it if ghost of tsushima is on there do i get it as part of this tier would i've had to buy the upper tier i don't know and they also don't have like a family thing, right? So like, I don't know. That that makes it increasingly more and more interesting to me because like even now I was just looking because I knew my Nintendo account's up soon. And I was like, oh yeah, I can I can wait until that expires. And then I think Brooks's goes longer than mine. So I was going to be like, hey, you want to, you know, do a family thing there and and get discounted online all around, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm I'm really hoping this deal goes through. Dominic. I want Tony Hawk back. <sighs> yeah. It just uh, uh, that that leads to that leads back to our original discussion though is like because Activision got to a point where Call of Duty was the thing that was making them the most money and assumingly had the biggest return on investment, they were no longer investing on those th- in those things that had lower returns on yeah. investment. They were and just w- like, yeah, they just went to just we're Call of Duty and then everything that Blizzard has. Yeah. And that's <laughs> after they, I mean, they, they released Tony Hawk 1 and 2 to like a grand reception, and I thought it sold decently. It was like, we and then tried. they were like, nah, we're going to roll them into Blizzard. Yeah, we tried. Even though I don't know, I like I don't know what it sold, but I don't know what was the expectations. Yeah. Or maybe it was that maybe that was the expectation. It was like, hey, we just do this, and then there we go. We're done. <laughs> We're done. We just stay with Call of Duty. We're staying with Warzone, Call of Duty, and then keep upgrading Warzone, and that's it. Yeah. And then Destiny start bitching and say, okay, you get the hell out of here. Then you don't, <laughs> don't, don't need this shit. That's. Yeah, I just don't know. 
<sighs> but I guess uh, we'll probably hear more about that pretty soon, I would imagine, because we're getting very close to 2023, and Microsoft was thinking it was going to be able to close this deal by, like, June of 2023. So I would imagine if someone's going to be blocking it, we're going to hear about that that pretty soon. Yep. Yep. All right, Dominic, did you see anything else news-wise you want to talk about this week? Nah, I'm good, man. All right, we got new releases. We got Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach that has previously been out, but that is now out on Xbox One so, and like, Xbox So, like, what series. is going on? They had not stopped these uh, robotic... Um, oh, man. Like, uh, what were they, mascots yet? I mean, what, like... They didn't it's stop a, them the first time. It's an epidemic. I, no, they, yeah. <laughs> they expanded all the stores, as it turns out. I like the Five Nights at Freddy's thing on the um, regular show, man. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and we also have Ship of Fools. That's out on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS5, Xbox Series. This is apparently a seafaring co-op roguelite. Uh, oh, okay. It looks visually kind of like Don't Starve and is published so by T17. Man, mixed with uh, a roguelike game. Just pick one. And there you go. Maybe something (laughs) like that. I was trying to watch the gameplay of it, but I didn't necessarily understand it. It seems like for the most part, it's kind of an isometric. You're on a boat going down a river or whatever, and you're being attacked by things that you're then fighting. But it it feels kind of limited if you're pretty much stuck on that boat. So, like, it doesn't, it's not not as interesting as some of those other roguelike games. All right. You also have Gungrave Gore, G-O-R-E, for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. So is this a sequel or a remake? What is this? Honestly, I don't know. I was going to look it up right now because I had seen people talking about it. What's that? It is on Game Pass, I was just saying. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think I had seen that because people were talking about whether evil west was going to be on game pass um and they were talking about this because this seems like it's also similarly in the vein of like an early year 2000s action game um let's see stylish action third person shooter by south korean studio iggy mob in which you take the role of grave a gunslinger of resurrection and badass anti-hero of your dreams, mowing down tons of enemies in a gory ballet of bullets. It might be just a sequel then. That is intense. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything... Not seeing anything related to Gungrave, period. But I totally forgot about that game. Third person developed by entertainment. Dun, dun, dun. Let's look at the Gungrave series real quick. See if it has anything on there related to a Gungrave Gore. Serves as a prologue. Nope, that's Gungrave VR. <laughs> it's Gungraves everywhere, Dominic. It's a PS2 throwback, warts and all. I don't know. I don't know if these two games are related or not. It's connected to Trigun. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> how can gu- how can that be cut to the original Gungrave? I don't know. 
I'm not finding anything. Oh, wait, here we go. Two years later, Gungrave Overdose was released, and 2017, a mob under the supervision of Red Entertainment revived the Gungrave series and released Gungrave VR for the PlayStation VR, and then Gungrave VR serves as the prologue to the new sequel title, Gungrave Gore. Oh, okay. Gungrave of Resurrection. I think they had an anime, maybe. Gunslinger of Resurrection, which is what we're talking about now. And e- that's the original score. Okay. Yeah, so that seems all right. And then we have what you talked about earlier, Evil West. That's now on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. Not a part of Game Pass, unfortunately. Hopefully sometime soon, though. Because it does seem like a pretty cool game. Yeah. From what I've seen of it. So. All right, Dominic. Uh, you got anything else for the people? No, I'm good. All right. Thank you guys as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod, S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has all of our previous podcasts, as well as links to places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And until next time, guys, we'll talk to you later. All right, see you.